Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello and welcome back to Behind the Dreams coming from Chester and Hester's live here. Uh, if people watch the video, that's my my Zoom background. But uh, uh, we are here. I am Jordan. I have Jack with me as always. Yeah, hello. I'm I'm excited for this episode. We got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about. You should be very excited about this episode because you're the one that came up with it. So I would, I would hope True. that you... <laughs> <laughs> I would hope you're really pumped for this. Um, I am... Uh, excited for this as well. Uh, so what we have first, uh, just kind of do a rundown here, is uh, they released what panels are what days for D23. So we'll kind of cover that, even though it's three months out. Just kind of uh, just talk a bit, maybe even maybe expectations from some of these things. Then we're, we promised this last time, but we've kind of had a lot of stuff going on, so we haven't been back lately. Um, we recorded the last episode before Jack went on vacation. Then I had a lot of stuff going on with my dog, Oscar, who had surgery. So that was a stressful time to be recording the 25 podcasts I do. Uh, so some of them fell. <laughs> some, of, some of those took a little bit of a backseat. And then, um, yeah, so now we're all back. A uh, little bit of a break, but uh, then we're going to talk Rescue Rangers, which is what we promised last time that we'd do a little bit of a Rescue Ranger reaction from Disney Plus. And then Jack's idea here that he came to me with was a dream Disney vacation, like where you're going to stay, right? How many days it is, what you're doing on the trip, all that good stuff um, is what we'll be what we'll be highlighting. And since he has all the notes, I'll let him go first and then I'll just kind of leech off of that from there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's start with D23, shall we? So this is going to be in uh, Anaheim again, I guess. I think it's where it always is now. Yep, yep. Which is a shame. It'd be cool if they did kind of like Star Wars Celebration sometimes would balance between um, Orlando and anaheim and i feel like d23 should do that as well because you could have people at the disney world park as well i don't know it just seems to make sense but bob doesn't make sense right bob wants to make dollars and well, that's all he cares about <laughs> I, I i think it makes a lot of sense actually to hold it in anaheim because one of the first things that's going to kick off the d23 expo uh is going to be a 100th anniversary celebration of Disney as a company because, you know, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, you know, have it. Yeah. But I mean like California. other years, right? Like other years, like next yeah, year could years, be sure. Orlando. Like we don't have to keep it in Anaheim. That's fair. But they also have 
a, a, a hall there called the D23 hall. So yeah. like, you know, well, it, they would it's, it's kind of stuck. I'm pretty it, sure they would just make that D23 hall in Orlando too. Like, I don't think it's a real <laughs> hall name because this is just the Anaheim Convention Center, I believe. I, I, I think, I think so, but. Uh, the article that I that I have say, says that, but yeah, I, I, place I, in, it has parentheses that I have. Uh, okay, I, we, we might be looking at different articles. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, so here it is. Here it is. Okay, here I read. I found it. All right, it's parentheses. Uh, not parentheses. Quotation marks. Hall D twenty three, a six sixty nine hundred nice seat venue located in Hall D of the Anaheim Convention Center. So, I see. I see. Okay. I'm sure there's a Hall D in Orlando. See, this article needs to be better at that. They don't have the quotation marks. That's misleading. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's what you get from the official d23.com website, which is what. Ah, I'm okay. On. I'm not. I'm not on that. I'm on. I'm on a different website. That's that's my mistake. Then shame them. What is it? Who is it? Who it's Walt Disney World News Today. Oh, that's why. That's that's why. They're awful. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Friday, September 9th is when it kicks off. It's called Disney 100. Uh, Friday, September 9th at 10.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific. So you're looking at, what is that, 1.30 Eastern Time and... Uh, 12.30 Central. 12.30 Central. Nobody really cares about Central Time. Wow. <laughs> I, I kind of care about it because, you know, that that's kind of where I am. But, you know, <laughs> it's fine. I know, but I feel like nobody ever mentioned Central Time except for, like, the you know this is on eight o'clock seven o'clock central or whatever um but i feel like they don't do that a lot on online events now like online events really. i feel like they'll say eastern or pacific and they let the mountain time and central time people just do the math after that mountain time now that's the one that nobody cares about honestly yeah. that's the one There's that nothing you there. never you never get uh recognized so uh, if you're in Mountain Time, I feel you not getting recognized there. I'm going to be in Mountain Time at the end of the month, too. So I'll be feeling that. So D Disney 100 kicks off Friday, September 9th at 1030 Pacific with an what they call an epic presentation that includes the Disney's Legends Award Ceremony. That's a mouthful. Featuring non-Disney legend CEO Bob Chapek. That's funny that they put that on the official site. I'm just kidding. They didn't. <laughs> uh, the Disney's Legend Ceremony will once again honor the visionaries and artists that have made significant contributions to Disney Legacy. Look for the names of the 2022 inductees to be announced in the coming weeks. Well, we can even break that down on an episode sometime because some of them are yeah. real loose, real loose Disney that we will talk about. Um, I, what some alumni are like Harrison Ford, I believe, right? Um, like Angela Lansbury, I think Jodie Foster, uh, and Jodie Benson. I mean, I, I feel like all, they're all Disney legends. I could probably look up a list, but I feel pretty safe. At three thirty Pacific, guests will be treated to new details, first looks, sneak peeks, surprises, and special announcements regarding upcoming theatrical and Disney Plus titles from Disney Live Action, Pixar Studios, Walt Disney Animation Studios. Studio heads, filmmakers, and cast members will come together on stage with the inside scoop on some of these studios' most exciting titles. 
So there you go. Uh, that is day one. So it seems like I'm not sure how they did it last year. I think last year or 2020 when we covered this, I believe it was, or 2019 when I last covered this on here, I think. There was like, you know, one day of parks, one day of movies, and one day of like Disney Plus or something. So it seems like they're doing it a little It's a little differently. different. Yeah, it it's looks like Disney different. is pretty much Saturday. I mean, Friday. Disney is Friday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Saturday, September 10th, we're looking at Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific to showcase their theatrical and Disney Plus titles. And they'll be going behind the scenes of the studio's highly anticipated films, specials, and series. Attendees will see exclusive footage and be among the first to learn what else is in the works. Then at 3.30, Disney branded television... Uh, including Doc McStuffins, The Owl House, High School Musical, Descendants, will present exclusive showcase of upcoming content that will continue the legacy of excellence in storytelling. Never before seen sneak previews of original content for Disney Plus, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, including the looks at the new Disney Plus original series, National Treasure, American Born Chinese, and The Santa Claus. Um, Santa Claus just wrapped filming too, actually. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know about National Treasure or Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, National Treasure is no Nick Cage. Ah, well, that kind of made National Treasure what it is. It's a, yeah, it's a series instead of a movie. Uh, I think they are still trying to work on Nick Cage for a National Treasure 3. So I'm guessing... If they do, it'll somehow tie in to the show. I don't, I don't really know. But those are my expectations. I'm expecting pretty much just the focuses on those three shows, and then maybe some minor announcements. I feel like if it was anything, maybe some major announcements. I don't know. Um, I find it hard to get like what would be like something that would get somebody. And I'm asking you this, Jack. Uh, what would be like something on Disney branded television as a big announcement that would get people like flipping out, like a like if a Marvel or Star Wars thing was announced? Like I, I just don't see much other than these three things, like specifically National Treasure and the Santa Claus, which are pretty cult classics of Disney. Yeah, I I can't really think of many things there. I mean. Yeah, I, I I was I mean the only thing that I could think of that would get a lot of people that I know excited is if they like announced a Gravity Falls reboot. If they did that, that I know like all of my friends would be excited for. I'd be excited for it. Like well, that I would not be excited for that. I mean, well, I do like Gravity Falls. I just feel yeah. like I feel like it did end the way the creator wanted it to. I feel like he I would I be, think uh... it did, but I know it would get people excited still. It still would. Yeah, yeah. I could see, you know what? I, I think something I could get people excited is a Phineas and Ferb thing. And uh, Well, Dan Povenmire already has a new show that he's working on, so. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, it's For what, Disney what or for it? somewhere else? For I think it's for Disney. I, I, I think it's called Hamster and Gretel. Oh, so we could get info on that. I, I'm pretty sure it's it's like uh, let, let me let me look it up because I'm pretty Here's sure. Here's what I want. I want another new. season of Milo Murphy's Law and I want it now. 
That's what I want. That that was a pretty good show. And the Hamster and Gretel show uh, premieres summer 2022. So, so well, it already has aired. Uh, yeah, so maybe exactly. We could get an announcement of a second season or something if that's popular. Maybe. I mean, I love Dan Povenmire's uh, animation style. So yeah. Hey, I wonder if it'll take place in the same world as Phineas and Ferb, like like Milo did. They had a yeah. whole crossover. That's right. That could be a way for them to wrap up Milo since they didn't get a chance to do that. <laughs> um, September 11th, Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, join Disney Parks and Experience Products Chairman Josh DeArmo for a look at Disney's boundless future. With announcements and updates on the magic happening around the world in parks, on the high seas, at home and beyond. What does that even mean, at home? Uh, I think maybe Anaheim. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Because at Attendees... like, theme park experiences, you know, the Anaheim Convention Center is across the street from Disneyland. So attendees will get a behind the scenes look at the big dreams of Disney's Imagineers. Every Disney fan will want to be a part of this special presentation full of exciting news and surprises. At 4.15 p.m., Disney Concerts will present a special performance of Disney Princess the Concert. Huh. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, Annalise Vanderpool from That's So Raven will be in that musical concert. Huh. They will share exclusive, hilarious, and heartfelt behind-the-scenes stories from their time on stage and screen. I had a friend go to D23 a few years ago, actually. I was kind of jealous of them. But this is what they're doing instead of, um, like, Comic-Con now. You know, everybody's having their own thing. Right. The same way that, like, everybody originally had deals with Netflix and now they made their own service. It's like everybody had deals with Comic-Con and then, like, Warner Brothers is doing their own thing. Like, Disney's doing their own thing. Uh, everybody's kind of same, kind of same thing with like E3. Like everybody used to do E3, and now it's like this. This you know, everybody has their own thing for that too for video games. Uh, so what's your biggest um, what's your biggest hope for any of these panels that you want to see announced? It could be from the Marvel uh, Lucasfilm. It could be from Disney branded. It could be a Disney Parks thing. What are you looking forward to? I doubt there's any park expansion because of covid still um yeah so i'm expecting that one to be really dry not a lot of news yeah i mean for for the two that i care the most about i'd say because like the the disney the disney live action stuff i i have faith that whatever they have will be good because it's all almost always good you know disney live action and disney animated stuff pixar it's going to be good no matter what it is so i'm fine with that but for marvel and lucasfilm I think from Marvel, what I'd most want to see is more information on this Thunderbolt series, if they have, or not series, movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, that would be great to get like some more, some more information on that. Maybe get like, I don't know, a, a, a sneak preview at like uh, the an Ant-Man trailer, maybe, or a Black Panther trailer, you know? 
I, I think that would be good. That would be a good time to do it. And it kind of lines up for when they've started doing trailers for other movies now. So I, I, I think that in terms of like new projects announced, uh, I, I'm I'm not I mean I mean I want confirmation of Daredevil, a Daredevil series. I want confirmation of it and like some more information about it. That would be great. Uh that that's like the one big thing from that. And then from Lucasfilm, I mean uh we talked about this before the show. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the Nintendo Switch. That that belongs there, right? Like that that's Oh yeah, I that'd wish. be right announced in the Lucasfilm panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish in my dreams, you know, uh, but I, I think I think uh, more realistically from that, you know, getting some more details on like the Ahsoka series, maybe. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know what else. Maybe like depending on how the Obi-Wan Kenobi series wraps up, maybe a season two. We'll we'll see if there's space for that after those uh, next two episodes of that wraps it up. But. We'll we'll see. Uh, but then for the park stuff, I I I kind of hope they they just say something more about like Avengers Campus type stuff. You know, I want I want them to, I want to know about the Quinjet. I want I want to know about the Quinjet ride. That that's that I I want to know yeah, more. Yeah, official about that. confirmation that they're like doing that still would be nice. Yeah, something like that or. You know, actually, yeah, it would be fine if they did it then. Uh, Spaceship Earth rework, because I know they were planning on doing it. And as much as I love it, it's one of my favorite rides in Disney World. Uh, it 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 needs a little bit of it. It could use a fresh coat of paint or two or three. Uh, it, 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 it could use a little bit of work on it. But I think that's like the main thing from that. Maybe. And this would be the the wildest thing if they announced a new world showcase country. I feel like there's absolutely no chance that they do that. But if they did, man, that that would that would be awesome. Yeah, realistic expectation for me, I think, for Star Wars would be okay for Lucasfilm. Is we we might get more of an Indiana Jones tease, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That is Lucasfilm technically. Yeah, we could get that. At that point, it'll be less than a year until it probably it'd probably be a trailer for people there, but not for us here. Oh, I could see that. Uh, I think news on the Taika Waititi Star Wars film. That's right. That's right. He because he just spoke today, actually, during an interview with Screen Rat. He said, I'm still writing. I'm still coming up with ideas. It just want to make sure that it feels like a Star Wars film because I could say, oh, yeah, we'll just write any old thing and set it in space and then put Star Wars on the front. But it wouldn't be a Star Wars film without certain elements and a certain treatment. So I just got to make sure that it stays within that wheelhouse. Kathleen Kennedy said at Celebration, this was the next film. It's scheduled for end of 2023, which means they would have to start filming by end of 2022. Um. So I would say maybe a title or a, a firm date on that film would be nice. And I think, yeah, you could get an announcement of Obi-Wan season two or a separate series focused on Obi-Wan that is a little different. Um, or there's rumors of a Reva spinoff. Uh, you that could, could have be good. 
that announced. Lucasfilm has been kind of playing it close to the chest lately with theatrical stuff. And uh, I understand why, because they usually announce everything and then it all falls through. So I want them to keep being that way. Like, do not do not announce all these things just to give us the announcement and then have it fall through. I do think Thunderbolts movie would be officially announced here. And I do think maybe some a new director for Fantastic Four. That'd be a good I feel like this thing. could be if they skip if if Marvel skips comic-con which i think they are if they do i think this could be where we get like a phase five or rest of phase four layout um because we almost have everything that's been announced so i I could see more stuff being announced for that i don't really want to speculate what those could be but that's kind of my guidepost i guess on what i expect parks i'm not expecting much at all maybe a tron date i don't think we have that yet uh no i don't think we have an official one i i I feel like i remember hearing that maybe it was more of a rumor that they're trying to do like early 2023 late 2022 but it's crazy how long that's taken i know uh by the way too uh disney plus day from last year last november has been moved up to september 8th and it's going to lead into d23 so we might actually get some of these announcements for disney plus shows star wars and marvel announced that day and then they might follow up with information on that during their panels um yeah so i'm excited for for all those we're gonna have a lot of content to cover in september for everyone here but we will cover all of d23 um i'm thinking we might have to split it up episodes like per day like i'm not sure if we record them per day but what i'm saying is like an episode on Friday's news, an episode on Saturday's news, episode on Sunday's news, because otherwise um, it's going to be just one long episode. That could be a little hard for people to sit and listen to, I think. Okay, uh, so we are going to talk about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Um, We're going to try to keep it generally spoiler free i think um okay okay we can mention if you don't even want to know about the cameos skip like 10 minutes into this video or 10 minutes into the podcast because we'll probably talk that but i think we'll stay away from a lot of the actual plot twists stuff like that but just vibes with it how we thought about it and uh Stuff like that. So I'll let you go first, Jack, since you were the first one to watch it. Yeah, well, uh, I watched it on the plane, on a plane, actually. On I downloaded it to my phone and watched it on the way to uh, a vacation, which was very nice, you know. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, it's one of my favorite Disney animated movies. I, 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 I think I can confidently say that. Uh, that it, that's how good it is. It feels like, you know, the Roger Rabbit movie from late 80s, early 90s. And that's awesome. It it combines like a ton of different media together and makes and makes jokes at, at, uh, at about about the type of media, about like cliches in the in media. It, it's it know it knows what it wants to be. It doesn't want to be like this movie that takes itself seriously. And it doesn't. It it's lighthearted and it's fun, 
Andy Samberg and John Mulaney do a great job voicing Dale and Chip, respectively. Uh, that feels weird to say it in that order. I'm not going to lie. But uh, and I, I feel like it it adds like a an, an interesting texture to the sort to Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the show in general, if you think about it like this, even though it's obviously, you know, not necessarily realistic, but to, to that. But it, it's still very funny to think about it like that. And the cameos. Oh, man, they're great. They're great. Uh Ugly Sonic. Fantastic. Fantastic choice. Uh, I thought it was hilarious and uh, how they how they reference like, you know, the human teeth that people hated about it. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I, I loved the I, I loved like at the convention of like all the forgotten characters, I guess you could kind of say with uh, with them talking about Baloo like, oh, he thinks he's so big now that you got the live action Jungle Book movie and like uh I, I I love all of that. It it feels that the director knew what he was doing. Akiva Schaefer knew what he was doing with this. And it feels like one big long nostalgia trip with, you know, it maybe maybe the story feels a little basic at times, but that's not bad. It's not bad because it it feels like that's kind of the point. It it feels everything feels purposefully like purposeful in this movie. That that's that's the coolest part about it. It knows what it wants to be and it succeeds in that vision. Yeah. I think one thing that kind of just, you know, when you talk about the plot being a little thin, right. Is that's fine. This is a, exactly. a family movie. Not everything has to be like Shakespeare, or some sort of <laughs> Christopher Nolan deep plot, right? Like the, the plot is for people that don't know, Characters are getting stolen, kidnapped, and getting and their bootlegged. features changed to be yep. bootlegged. Uh, you know, which like is the just like movies just you find too. in Walmart that's like set, uh, Snow White and the Dwarves instead of the Seven Dwarfs or whatever. You know, <laughs> like uh, that don't have the you know happy sneezy names, right? They're just you know here's Dwarf One, Dwarf Two. Um, so so it's kind of like those uh films and uh or what what was the one for snow uh frozen i remember back in the day with frozen it was like the snow queen right is the one oh that yeah oh, people man. made uh and they even try to use the same font style even though it's not you know related at all so try to bait P pinocchio there's so many pinocchio movies out there obviously disney didn't create that but it's where they you know, try to almost style it as that, even though it's not not the one. Um, but yeah, so th that's kind of the main plot. And I think that's fine. And then the whole thing is about, you know, trying to get somebody back from that and to, uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To, to solve the mystery. It's kind of just like a, a mystery solving thing so that that's a lot of fun yes the the cameos i, I there was rumors that instead of um instead of ugly sonic it was going to be jar jar i'm glad they switched it to ugly sonic because i feel like the jar jar stuff was beaten to a ground back in the early yeah. 2000s so i do we've moved on from that um 
Ugly Sonic is cool because, you know, it's not something you expect uh, in a Disney film that's not tied to Sonic at all. We also got E.T. vs. Batman, which was fun as well. We got uh, all of Seth Rogen's characters from the oh, <laughs> different yeah. movies he's been in. That that was great. I, I thought everything that was except really... Sausage Party. <laughs> well, I think there's good reason for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There was South Park characters that, in this movie. And Beavis like, and Butthead, but I feel Beavis like Beavis and Butthead. I feel like I feel like that that sausage party is a little bit yeah, yeah above yeah. that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe just a little bit above that. But also speaking about those background things, uh Fast and the Fur- and Furious Babies. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's great. And also Dobby in a Gucci ad. Yes, that's right. Very good. Very good stuff. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that's what he chose to use. Uh, he he was freed and he decided to become a model. Like good for him, you know. <laughs> yeah, there was just a lot of good stuff there. It's not just cameos too. There's really good jokes in this. I like that they have the CGI surgery thing as almost like a plastic surgery. You know, it's it's stuff like that that you know, I, I laughed so hard when Chip said, you know, um, was he watching Alvin and the Chipmunks or whatever? And they're rapping. Yep. And he said, oh, they always have to make them rap. And I laughed because that's kind of been a trend with, you know, what the Scooby-Doo film, the, you know, True. Chip and uh, not Chip and Dale, but the the other ones. Um, well, they the did make them rap said. in this one, didn't they? Yeah, he did. They did at the end, uh, which I love that it came back, though. You know, like yeah. that's something that it feels like there's been a joke. Right. There were very few like throwaway lines, you know, we even got like, Muppets in this. We had like the mm-hmm. Muppet guy, the cheese guy. Yeah. We got my favorite part, though. One of my favorite parts is the rap. OK, this <laughs> this I am Dale and I don't eat whale. Yeah. Why would you think I eat whale? I would never eat whale. I, you know, once you start rhyming with whale, you can't stop. I love that part. And then I love when Chip has to say, and he's like, and I don't eat whale. And he's like, no, I'm doing it. You know, he's just like getting caught up into it. Um, oh, I I almost forgot about my favorite, my favorite uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Aunt man. Oh yes. Paul Rudd oh, is aunt man. And for people that haven't listened to the Infinity Saga and Beyond, where I've had Jack on a lot, um, he's a big Ant-Man fan. So I I texted him after I saw this, and I said, you even got Ant-Man in this thing. Like, that yeah. is, you got it's, everything It's you a big want. year for Ant-Man fans, I've got to say. Yes. It's a yeah. big year. <laughs> even got a little bit of Ant-Man and Miss Marvel. Yeah. Episode one. So he's everywhere. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I saw a lot of people complaining that they didn't have the chipmunk voices. I don't think this movie hits the same if they did that the whole time. I really don't. Um, I think Mulaney and Sandberg are... uh, You know, it's funny getting Mulaney doing something like this after Into the Spider-Verse where it felt like he was more the Dalish character with Mm Spider-Ham. And then how... You know, this one he's more of the mature character to Andy Samberg's. Tale. I think that I think that works between the two of them. I think that yes, works. Yeah. I Andy so Samberg too. playing the mature character just wouldn't have worked the same. Just wouldn't no, have. no, it wouldn't. 
I like that though. Um, if anybody wants more of this style, but you're kind of not worried about language and stuff, uh, Andy Samberg and his Lonely Island crew have done uh, a Netflix special called The Unauthorized Story of the Bash Brothers um, with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Uh, baseball players and uh i still listen to that soundtrack all the time it was in 2019 and i definitely recommend it it's got like seriously some of the songs kind of remind me of the dale song in in this one the dale with the whale um that i can see the influence from you know if you listen to any lonely island song you can kind of hear the same style in the dale rap so i uh would recommend that but I, overall really great movie i i looked i looked up the 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 cameos and references again because mm-hmm. i almost forgot about one that i really had to hold in my laughter on the plane a little bit <laughs> when, when they were but what uh when they were showing some of the bootlegs uh Pooj the fat honey bear yes i have i don't know why but i saw that and i almost lost it on the plane it, it was it was too good it, it was it was a great joke and the exaggerated features of of well not poo anymore pooj <laughs> great what great what i do really like too is i don't know whose idea it was right but they they even got kingdom hearts in this thing you see the keyblade in the room and Sora's hair is in the bootleg room too like that kind of stuff was surprising to me i didn't expect to see that there so that was fun and uh you know what's funny is my friend matt um i was telling him that i really enjoyed it he said he didn't think it looked good from the trailers but uh, i said it's kind of like a successor to roger rabbit he said i've never seen that i was like what how have you never seen roger rabbit no man i've even seen it I, yeah, that... and you were like negative uh, thirty-two when that came out. <laughs> not not quite that. Not quite that. Yeah, I, I it came out in what eighty-nine, right or eighty? I think so. Yeah, because they they put the dip machine in Hollywood Studios like almost right after it opened. Uh, so negative eleven, negative eleven years. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll go ahead. I think I said 10 minutes. It's been about that, so I think we can kind of move on to uh, to the main topic today. So we are going to be sharing our dream Disney vacation. Money's no object in this, so just act like you won the lottery, and we won the lottery as well, and that's how we're affording all this. And we'll start with... That's the only way. <laughs> this could we'll be start with Jack. Uh, I don't know if you have any more stipulations or anything that you want to share or how you broke it down. Uh, so I, 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 I did it with like not thinking about money. Right. But also like not being completely unrealistic, like, oh, I'm going to stay in the Cinderella castle suite every night. Like, no, not, not happening. Uh, that, that just, it doesn't work like that. Uh, I was kind of realistic. It's, it's technically an attainable vacation, but you'd have to save up quite a bit of money to get to it. Uh, so with that being said that here, here's what i've got and 
if if it takes me a while to read through my own handwriting, I wrote this while proctoring an exam this morning at 7 a.m. So be aware of that when, when I'm going through this. Uh, but let 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 me start with the time frame that I'm going in because it's it's important. It, it's during the food and wine festival at Epcot. Any time during that, that that's that that's a key part of this. Uh, and this is also like five slash maybe six days. The sixth day is like a departure day. So uh, five days in parks, though. So that, that now that we got the time frame, we, we have to think like, okay, where, where, where would I stay? And you might remember from the first episode that I went on here with, my favorite hotel is the Contemporary, uh, which may be a little basic, but I, I really like it. I love the shape of the hotel. And the dining there is good. Uh, I I love the new Incredibles themed rooms based off of how they look. I I really like it. I feel like it fits with the theme, which can't really say that with every single resort that's doing a retheme to a character, but uh, it it works for this one. And uh, the reason why, you know, it's monorail access. I love the monorail as well. Uh, and it's close to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And I feel like it's kind of. Of all the monorail hotels, I think it's the best one for me, at least, because, you know, I, I want to be near like Magic Kingdom, but also it's one stop away to get to the Epcot monorail instead of having to be at like Polynesian and either walk to the ticket and transportation center or go all the way around once. So I, I, I think that that's why I would pick that one. And also I love the contemporary, uh, especially like. Bay Lake Tower would be even more ideal, but uh, I, I've only stayed at like the contemporary proper once in like those garden room suites because uh, our flight got canceled because of a massive snowstorm that got Minnesota down to like negative 30, 35 degrees. So no flights were leaving. Uh, so got to stay in Disney for three extra days there. So good, kind of good memories about the contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then again, I said, the only constraint I'm thinking about is like time and not necessarily money. And I considered doing like a park hopper thing, but when I went through it, I was like, actually don't really need it. Uh, I, I, I've planned it out. So I don't need park hopper. So, you know, maybe saving a little bit of money on, on this, <laughs> just a slight amount. Uh, and also no driving, no, no renting a car or anything because I hate driving and this is a vacation. So there we go. Uh, so I'm the opposite. I need, I like to have a car when I'm down there. Oh, I can't, I can't. I, I, I don't like I, to go by the transportation because it can take so long. I can just get there faster. Uh, I love public transportation though. I, I love it. It's, so it's not fun. really public though. It's Disney transportation. It's technically <laughs> it's public. It's accessible, it's accessible to everyone on Disney property. Yeah. So kind yeah, of public. I guess it's it's <laughs> not great transportation. You know, the monorail's fine, but like the, the bus system good. can suck at times. So sometimes, but I like I, having. I prefer to driving. <laughs> like if I need to get somewhere for opening or way before opening, I will drive. Um, like uh, when I went to Star Wars weekends, when I lived down there. Mm -hmm. I was so happy I had a car because I was able to get there like <laughs> so much earlier than if I had a if if I went by the bus system. So I was able to get there super early, get in there, no problem, compared to like having to wait for the buses. I I, I always go with the buses. I I like them a lot. 
they they have their negatives, sure, but I like them. And if it's a vacation, I'm 100% not driving anywhere. Uh, I refuse. So there's that. Uh, so day one, uh, arrival, uh, obviously, you know, ar- arrive like early morning, like, you know, around 8 a.m., you know, I'll, I'll wake up early for, for a flight. I'll just sleep more the night before going. Uh, and uh, so arrive early morning and take the shuttle, you know, now no longer free and no longer Disney's Magical Express, but take that anyway to avoid driving once again uh, and uh, drop bags off at the resort because, you know, the rooms are never ready that early. I, I know from experience uh, they might tell you they'll try and get it ready. It, it won't be ready, which is fine. Because you can just drop the bags off there. And then I'm going to try and be in the first park of this, which is Magic Kingdom, by 10 o'clock a.m. You know, uh, I think that's rel- that's that's good enough to get to a lot of rides that, that you want to get to, but without being super early. Uh, and, you know, I'm already arriving there pretty early, given the plane. Uh, so the first thing I do... It, when I'm in there is I started Adventureland because that's where the best rides in Magic Kingdom are because you got Jungle Cruise and Pirates of the Caribbean right there. So those are the first two rides I'm, I'm doing Pirates and and Jungle Cruise because they're the best two rides. Uh, then go on to Frontierland and just do Big Thunder Mountain because I don't like Splash Mountain because I don't like getting soaked. Uh, so there, there's that. Oh, you don't like Splash Mountain? No, I don't. You don't I'm even get that fan. soaked on it. See, here's the thing. That's what happened. Go ride Dudley Do Right. Hold on. Go ride Dudley Do Right (laughs) in Universal and then go ride Splash and tell me which one you get more soaked on. (laughs) But see, here's the thing. Every time I go there, like when I was a little bit younger, my parents would be like, yeah, you don't get that wet on it. It's fine. You'll you'll, you'll be fine. And then every time we would come off and I would be like absolutely drenched and everyone else in in my family would be like dry. in the right seat. I, I I changed it every time and it seemed like the water was just attracted to me. I don't know. It was, it didn't work out. And plus who knows splash mountain. Maybe, maybe it'll, it'll, it'll be different probably by the time I, I would have enough money to do this. Vacation. <laughs> so it uh, won't be splash mountain anymore. It'd it be whatever won't. they call it. Yeah. Uh, and that, and then, uh, from, from Frontierland, go to Liberty square and do a uh, hall of presidents and haunted mansion. Uh, those those two are both great, and then ha- have stop like for a late ish lunch, you know, one thirty or two, at, at Cosmic Rays. Uh, obviously, you know, if I, if I'm e- if I'm eating a quick service restaurant at Magic Kingdom, it's going to be at Cosmic Rays. So I'm going to go there, and then we're going to go through Tomorrowland, uh, doing Space Mountain, getting the Lightning Lane for that because I don't want to wait like an hour and a half for it. Uh, do Buzz Lightyear. Do the people mover and the carousel of progress. And then after after Tomorrowland, we dip down into uh into Main Street for a second because get that ice cream on Main Street, you know, get uh get one of those cookie Sundays, which are fantastic. Uh eat that and then go to Fantasyland and do seven dwarves and get a light in lane if the wait time is greater than 60 minutes. Was very specific with that one. Not specific for anything else in terms of wait times, but only for that. Um, also going to do uh, the Little Mermaid ride, teacups, Winnie the Pooh, the carousel, and fill our magic to uh, cap that off. And then 
going to go to a reservation for dinner at Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen around like 7.30 or 8-ish. So then when I'm getting out of that, I can watch the fireworks. And then walk back to Contemporary because the monorail is going to be awful to try and get on at that point in time. So, and it's, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like an eight minute walk over there. So not too bad. And then sleep before day two, which is Animal Kingdom, your favorite, you know? So I, I, I I'm, I'm doing every park. I'm not skipping out. You better not. <laughs> so, uh, gonna, gonna try and get to Animal Kingdom by like, I think they open at around nine for Animal Kingdom most days. So around nine, nine fifteen. And then the first thing I do when I get there uh, is heading straight to Flight of Passage because it's going to be awful if you're not there right away. Uh, I, I'm fine with waiting like, you know, an hour for that it, early in the day, but I'm not going to be waiting like two and a half hours for it, you know, so we're, we're going to do that. And then we're going to go to Africa for Kilimanjaro Safaris and Festival of the Lion King. And we're going to eat lunch in that market in the Africa Pavilion. You know, uh, like uh, the the little market that uh, I, I I think it's called Harambe Market, actually. I, mm-hmm. But yeah. it, they've got a lot of good options there. And I, I think I, I I think it looks good over there. So I think that was added while I was there. Yeah, I, I, I know. And I, I have like an employee test. There. Oh, OK. I actually like like a there. test, uh, like try out the food or whatever. Yeah, I haven't eaten there technically, but the food does look really good there. And honestly, the quick service options at Animal Kingdom sometimes leave something to be desired. Uh, sometimes. Wrong. Restaurant <laughs> is all you need. That's I could need. do that. I could do that. But Pizza Fari is okay. But restaurant is where it's at. <laughs> that, I, I, I already know that, that, that that's on your itinerary for, for whatever day you go to animal kingdom is that that's probably breakfast lunch and dinner definitely lunch and dinner (laughs) well it's 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 not for mine but i'm going to go to expedition everest after lunch and ride it uh at least twice i have in my notes here at least twice Uh, a good idea to go right after lunch uh, it'll, be, it'll be fine. You 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 wait in the normal line first, so you can let it okay. settle, and then you go in the single rider line a few times, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And get and get a few more in, uh, and then favorite your favorite part. I'm going to go to Dino Land, and I'm going to ride Dinosaur, uh, and then going to get ice cream at that place near Restaurantosaurus. Yes, so yeah. that that's there a good go. place to get ice cream. You know that I'll, I'll always go there. But, you know where's a really good spot to get ice cream? In Got Animal it by Dino Land. But the yeah, the the one uh by Cali, the truck. Oh yeah. A really good vanilla soft serve. Okay. I'm still gonna go to the Dino Land one. <laughs> you can, I'll, yeah, I'll, but you I have can, all the money. The then you go then go True. back to Cali and get the other one. Yeah. And uh if I'm going near that, I'm skipping Cali River Rapids, as we discussed on our tier list. Where he ranked it as an F for an uh, yep for an actually detrimental experience. Uh, I stand by that. By the way, I stand by it one hundred percent. Me too. And uh, then then I'm gonna do Rafiki's Planet Watch because I didn't I didn't used to do that a ton, but when, once I went there, I'm like, you know, this is kind of a nice relaxing place to just be because it's never that busy. They have uh, a drawing thing there now too. I I know I I. 
and now that gives me more incentive to want to go there. So going to go to the planet watch and then we're going to head back to the main part of animal kingdom and go to animal kingdom's best restaurant for dinner, which is the Tusker house. I, I, I like the Tusker house. So we're, I'm going to go there. Uh, I, I, I debated like leaving the park and going to Boma uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is also fantastic. But Tusker House has a lot of similar food to them. And then you don't have to leave the park. You know, it's a little bit more convenient. And uh, then be be out of be out of the park by like 730, you know, uh, have, have an earlier night because. G- gonna need it <laughs> uh, because the next day is Epcot and got to wake up early to get in the in the virtual queue for the cosmic rewind obviously yes because that's going to be necessary because doesn't isn't the first one at like 7 a.m that the virtual queue i think so something like that yeah so you know you've got to be up by at least seven to get to get into that uh but then you can take the monorail over there and be and uh be there for opening and the first ride can do the best ride spaceship earth spaceship earth is the first ride at epcot it's the it's the best one and it's the first one there you know that that core that correlates first ride best ride uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna go on that and then after that i'm gonna go to the vastly improved test track uh from the original i i I stand by that as well it's been improved vastly disproved no i i think i think i think it i because you know it's fun, and I'm I, I actually put on there. I'm gonna go on it twice. The first time I'm gonna go through the actual queue, design the car, and then and go the second single time rider. is so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> the single rider line after though, because then you'll still have the car on the on a magic band, right? So you'll still have the same car, and there you go. You, that that that's that's the way, as the Mandalorians would say. Uh, then then we're going to. Then we're going to go to Space 220 Lounge for lunch because it looks really good there. And the theming looks incredible. And so that that's reason enough to go there. And I put very intentionally on, on here, skip Mission Space. Uh, don't know what that's about. I wonder why that's there. Um, I think that was also an F on the tier list for actually detrimental experience. So, yep. It, yep, there it is. There it is. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, that, that's, that's definitely, that, that's, that's going to be skipped. And then, uh, after that, you know, going to go to the land and let dinner and, or let lunch settle, see that movie go on living with the land and then do Soren after both of those. And then as much as they're not really like my thing, go on Figment and Nemo. Cause they're still, they're still pretty good rides. I, I'm, I, I enjoy them enough. And then. On the way out, we're going to go to Spaceship Earth. Uh, we're going to go to Spaceship Earth one more time and to have like an earlier day out of there. And Cosmic Rewind is just going to be fit in wherever the lightning lane get, or the virtual queue, you know, wherever that gets put in. Uh, can't really plan that out, but it's it's in there somewhere. Uh, and then I'm going to go to the hotel pool and relax for a little bit, you know. Got to got to have a little bit of time to relax at at uh, at Disney, and then gonna go to Ohana for dinner because man, that dinner is great. The family style options they've got they've got dumplings, they have really good chicken, steak, and pork. And it, it's 
it is so good and every time i've been there i eat so much and i slightly regret it but don't really regret it because it's great food uh so yeah so yeah that that's that's day three so halfway done but i'm actually two-thirds of the way done with paper because these other ones are a lot were a lot easier to, to get through wow so day four is hollywood studios i'm gonna go to hollywood studios wake up early and eat breakfast at the hotel you've got to go you've got to go to to one of those quick service breakfast places get like the the american breakfast platter that they have with the eggs that are kind of good, but also kind of not sometimes, you know, uh, some Mickey waffles. Here's You know what's funny is growing up, we didn't really go to breakfast a lot. Like, we would go to, like, some of the sit-downs, but, like, yeah. we'd do that, like, once on a trip. And the rest of the trip would either be at, like, the All-Star Food Court, right? Because we stayed at All-Star a lot when yep. I was growing up. Or we would have stopped at Walmart and grabbed Pop-Tarts and donuts. <laughs> and that would be our breakfast before we leave. We'd be like, slam that down. <laughs> Let's we, go. In like the you know the convenience stores that most like uh hotels have. Yes. Uh, they yeah. would have like those Entenmans donuts variety yes, packs. Entenmans. I love those. Yeah, and and we and we'd get one of those and that would be breakfast for like the next day. We'd get some of those too, but we'd always get them at Walmart where they were cheaper. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's probably that's probably a better idea, but remember I don't have a car. So Yeah, that's true. We we always I, drove. <laughs> we would drive from Maryland down. So yeah, see, we yeah. made the drive from Minnesota to Orlando once when I was seven, and my youngest sibling was two. Um, it took Your us like never two. Again. <laughs> it, it took like two and a half days to get down there. Really? It, it took a long time. It, it it's a twenty four hour long drive, and then take into account three young kids in the backseat. Yeah, you know, that, that... ours is fourteen <laughs> hours, so. That's okay. That you can do that in like a day. You can do that in a day. Yeah, we would usually leave at like um, evening, like seven p.m., mm -hmm. and then we'd get there around seven a.m. and drop our stuff off. You know, have our stuff in the in the van or like the truck, and then yeah, we'd get up Springs or go get some lunch at or like breakfast at like a Disney or something like. Um. We used to go to Red Lobster a lot outside. The one that's gone now, you know, like the one that was by, uh, kind of like near Crossroads, I guess. If that's still I've there, it's say, like I've right outside no of like right outside of Disney. But yeah, okay, yeah, but no, I, 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 I I'm, I'm not. I, I don't think I would drive there on my on like my own terms. It wouldn't be my choice to drive there again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, wait, wake up early-ish and have breakfast at the hotel and then rope drop Hollywood Studios. And it it depends. If Galaxy's Edge opens like right with Hollywood Studios, which I'm not sure if it does, then if it does, then go straight to Rise of the Resistance. If it doesn't, go to Runway Railway and rope drop that and then go over to Galaxy's Edge to get into Rise of the Resistance before the line gets too long. Uh, and then... Uh, do smugglers run but make sure i get the pilot seat um that that's an important caveat to that it, it has to be if if you're the shield person on that you feel useless i'm, I'm sorry it, it doesn't it doesn't it's not the same level of immersion and then i have ride star tours at least three times and do the indiana jones stunt show i think that's reasonable um and then eat at the backlot express which is my favorite quick service at Hollywood studios. 
Then we go to Toy Story Land, do everything there, and maybe, for good measure, Toy Story Mania twice, uh, because that that's always fun, and I'm very competitive in that game. Uh, and then do Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror to end it off. And then do a dining package for Fantasmic, although, as I was doing that, I couldn't think of, like, like sit down restaurants at uh hollywood studios i'd probably do the brown derby the hollywood brown derby i think that that's probably the one i would pick out of all of them but i i know i'm definitely not doing 50s primetime cafe i i can't i i i I do not want to be made fun of while i eat my dinner so that that's that's going to be a no from me on that uh so gonna do that and then go see phantasmic and leave after that and and for the last day in the parks, I have written down Epcot Part 2 Electric Boogaloo because it's time for World Showcase. And that's why I wanted it to be during Food and Wine Festival. Because that second day at Epcot is just World Showcase. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up every like try because this is where the most of the money is gonna go to. Eating around the world and actually like eating at most countries, you know, trying the food there and uh because you know the the food the food's expensive at, at those places, so you, you, I feel like that that's where the majority of the budget goes to. And then just explore World Showcase, eat at all those festival carts, go on Three Caballeros, of course, go on the American Adventure, Impressions of France, O Canada. Uh, look, go on go on Ratatouille if there's time, and if like if it's not like a three hour wait. And then the last thing I'm gonna do before I leave that day is ride Spaceship Earth as the very last ride of this trip. It's got to be. The best ride has to be the last ride, you know? Uh, so, going to do that. So, that will be three times on Spaceship Earth, which I think is a healthy amount for, for one trip. Uh, and, and then, uh, the last day, uh, departure, and then it's going to be like a later afternoon flight, maybe early evening, but then go to Disney Springs and spend time there and eat lunch at the Boathouse because I really enjoyed it the last time we were there and it's a pretty nice restaurant. So there we go. That is, that's the end of the trip there. Three pages that I wrote out. Nice. I'm winging it. So let's, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be as in depth as you. Yeah. I, yeah, say I, I, had, I, wanted... I had nothing but time while I was proctoring that test. I'll <laughs> tell you. I will mention places I want to eat and stuff, but uh, so let's, let's kick it off with um, my trip would be about probably seven days. Okay. And the first part, I'm going to land in Florida. I'm going to go to Disney Springs first. Going to shop around. Then I'm going to check in at my hotel, which is the Galactic Star Cruiser. There we go. So we're going to start off with Galactic Star Cruiser. Okay. That's why it's a longer trip. So I'll have two days there. Then, after Star Cruiser, I'm going to hit up my normal hotel, which will be the Grand Floridian. Very good choice. Never stayed Grand there. Good. My parents it, have. It, I have not. It's a very nice place. I've, I think we, I've stayed there twice, I think. Yeah. One of them was literally my first trip there, so I, I have no <laughs> recollection of what that hotel is like then. But yeah. So we'll stay there. And uh, the next day would be Magic Kingdom because that's how I usually like to start off my trips is to hit up Magic Kingdom. And I'm treating this part as a separate trip as the first part with the Galactic Star Cruise. There you're so bound by what you can do that 
doesn't really they're, count. Yeah, they're two they're two different vacations. That's fair. It's like taking a Disney cruise and then going to the parks, right? So that's right. what I would do. So then I start off in Magic Kingdom. Of course, I'm going to hit up Cosmic Rays. I'm going to ride all the rides I want. But guess what? Even though I'm rich in this scenario, no Genie Plus. <laughs> Screw yourself, Chapik. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I have principles. <laughs> that's fair. I respect it. So no Genie Plus. If the line is three hours, I have to wait three hours. Or in this scenario... Maybe I buy out the park. I don't know. There's there's some <laughs> questions here, right? I mean, hey, if, if you won the if we're if we're tra- treating this as like you won the lottery, then I yeah, I guess you, the park you definitely could. Yeah, you definitely could. So, uh, so I can ride. Or it's like you know, I haven't set a time period for this, so it could even be during the Halloween party where it'd be easier to ride Space Mountain anyway. Boom. But anyway, so I go to uh, Magic Kingdom. Cosmic race for lunch. Uh, for dinner, I would probably hit up. Oh, let's start with breakfast. Nineteen hundred Park Fair. That's where I'd have to start off. Yeah, Character that's a, breakfast. That's a good one. Yeah. Then we go into the park. I get to ride. Uh, you know, my main rides: Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Splash. Um, in this scenario, it's still normal Splash. And then we go to you know Space Mountain if I can. Right. Um. Big Thunder hurts me nowadays, so I'm probably skipping that. Man, you're you're getting old. I don't know. I am. It's, it's <laughs> brutal. Uh, it's been like that for the last ten years. I've been like, I don't know if I can ride. Not ten years, maybe maybe like last five years. I've been like, I don't know if okay. I can ride Big Thunder right now. I also wrote it a lot on my program, so I kind of feel like I can. You you kind of did it already. Right. You you yeah. you reached your lifetime limit on Big Thunder Mountain. I, I guess, did. Yeah. I'll have to probably ride it when I have a kid, but <laughs> reluctantly. <whatever. laughs> Once they're old enough to ride themselves, I'll be like, go on, young <laughs> one. Uh, so we'll we'll hit up those places. Got to get my sandwich from the um, ice cream place on Main Street. What else would I do in Magic Kingdom? Probably get a VIP tour. I'll do one of those VIP tours. Oh, I've done yeah, it before. But I will do it again. Go back to the Utilidor and just look at everybody on the tour and be like, I used to work here. Isn't that cool? <laughs> really show it off, you know. Uh, but yes, that, that would be the main part of day one of the actual Disney trip. What what about food? What about dinner? What what are you doing? Dinner, dinner? uh I'd probably hit up Cosmic Rays again. Again, okay. Again. Because I'm probably doing all night. At magic oh okay oh I'm i see staying I see. all day yeah i'm probably not leaving the and marathon, coming back i'm probably just gonna hit it up so then day two i think i will go with hollywood no you know what i'm because i just did galaxy's edge on yep. my star cruiser okay so i'm going to dino land i'm gonna start off <laughs> not the even day. animal kingdom just dino <laughs> well sorry yeah animal <laughs> kingdom i'm gonna start off in pandora i think right I'm gonna ride uh uh what's the one? The the why am I blanking on it? Navi River, not Navi River, oh, Navi, Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage, yeah. I'm gonna do Flight of Passage. I'll do River Journey. Then I'll go over to Dino Land where it's time for Restaurantosaurus for lunch. I'm gonna play some of the games because I'm rich, so why not? <laughs> I'm gonna throw Spend money down the drain. On it. Spend two hundred dollars. <laughs> well, it's like four dollars a ticket. That's four dollars yeah. a play. Um, you know, when I worked there, I had to, I, 
sometimes we had a, like a position that was called um, ticket cart, and I would have to work the ticket cart. And we'd park it right next to Wacky Packy Cephalosaur, you know, the whack-a-mole mm-hmm. game. And I'd sit it there in the shade, and my shift would be me sitting here just waiting for people to come up to me, and they'd be like, how much for a ticket to the game? And I'm like, $4. And they're like, whoa, that is too much. And I'd be like, that, I mean, that, that I don't know what to tell you. I feel like that's standard for like carnivals, honestly. I feel like that's kind of standard. I I don't know. At, at the state, at the Minnesota State Fair, that's about how much it, it caught. It's pretty spendy to, to play some of those games. So it, it was expensive. I, you know, my favorite game to work on, though, would either be I love the basketball game. Because I would just sit there and dribble the ball sometimes. I'd be like, this is what I'm doing. Try to entice people to come over. Um, or anyone I had a microphone. So I had a microphone at Wacky Packy <laughs> and I had a microphone at the Wooly Mammoth Racer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also had one at the Squirt Game, the Squirt Gun. Yep. Um, fossil Fuel. So any of those, I would just start picking out people in the crowd and start trying to talk to them, whatever. They always wanted us to try to push um Rafiki's Rafiki's Planet Watch that's what they wanted us to push so in my pocket we have one of those like they give out these employees they give guides right and in the guides mm-hmm. it tells you what animals you can see where people what characters are met where so if somebody asks you you can just refer to it or if they want a pretzel where the pretzel card is stuff like that so when I, w- I would just pick out random kids and I'd be like hey what's your favorite animal and they'd say like a dog you know and i'd be like my favorite is the bearded dragon you know where you can meet one of those rafiki's Rafiki's planet Planet watch Watch. (laughs) (laughs) i would always pick the most obscure animal i could though um and i'd be like yeah it's over at rafiki's um we had chip and dale where you can meet them over there and 75th birthday or something Mm-hmm. And I would ask kids, like, how old are you? And they'd be like, 10. I'd be like, you know, I have some friends that are 75 years old. And they'd be like, what? I'd be like, yeah, Chip and Dale. You can meet them at Rafiki's Planet Watch. <laughs> <laughs> so those were fun. Having microphones were fun. Um, and I'd always try to make the person on the cart, the ticket cart, laugh. And I was usually successful with that. But um, so that was that was fun. Um so I would, of course, play some games there, and I would not complain about the price because I'd be rich in this scenario. <laughs> I'd be like, only $4? Fair I'll enough. take 100 tickets. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely, definitely play some of the games. Uh, I'd probably get some of that ice cream that I was talking about near the Cali area. Um, I think it's called like Anandapur Trucking or yep. something something like that actually fun fact about that uh so i i was in this activity called future cities in uh middle mm-hmm. school where we had to design a city using sim city and then we had to make a oh, model cool. of it and then uh present our city of the future to like a, a based off of like a specific thing uh our city in my eighth grade year was named anandapur so oh, nice. I, I stole it from disney and i marketed <laughs> I, I i gave them free advertising because they they definitely needed that they they don't have the money to advertise that, oh, that's no, why they needed to no. do genie plus right so. right yeah <laughs> uh so we would get the ice cream there um skip cali like you said ride everest ride dinosaur 
I, okay, here's the thing. I'd probably ride dinosaur. It's like a 10 minute wait all the time. I'd probably ride that like four or five times <laughs> that five day. Times. Okay. Okay. Then we'll go home back to the Grand Floridian. And uh, you know what? No, no. We'll go Boma for dinner. That's I got to get some I, of that I, chocolate like chocolate bread pudding. Need some of that. So I stopped there. Boma for dinner. Then day three. So this is day five because you have the two days at spring. Day three would be Epcot. And we would... Um, Let's say if it was around Halloween time, then I guess food and wine is going on. But I'm not a big food and wine guy, so I don't really care. I would definitely want to try hit up Cosmic Rewind. Uh, in this scenario, I bought out the park for the first hour of the day, so I'm riding Cosmic Rewind. Okay, no problem. You really went. It, you really went all in on the <laughs> on the no on on money is no object. You really went all in on it. Well, it's boring if I'm like, oh, it's a three hour wait for Cosmic Rewind today. <laughs> so enough. why not, right? So okay, I I get to ride Cosmic some way or another. I get to ride Frozen. I get to ride Soaring. Those are my main ones. I get to like hold up a sign. Here's what I would spend probably half of my day on, Jack. I would hold up okay. a protest sign in front of Test Track that said, bring back the original <laughs> Test Track. Man, <laughs> it's it's good. I'm telling you. It's, I will it's privately good fund it. it with my new millions of dollars. <laughs> Man, it, it's fun to design your own car. It's fun. <laughs> uh <laughs> Other than that, I mean, I'd probably walk around the world, right? Ride Ratatouille, whatever. Okay. Um, lunch would be at Refreshment Port for my chicken nuggets and fries. Of course, of course. Dinner, I'll probably head over to... Let's leave the park. We'll eat at... Uh, you know what? No, let's stay in the park. I'll eat at the the German sit-down place. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, is I've that... done that before. Beer, beer garden is that is that it something like that yeah. yeah yeah so i'll eat there all right day five no day four day four day seven i was gonna overall. say you skipped a whole day did you spend right, an day entire four. day at the test track protest is that <laughs> yes. it it's like bring back john michael higgins intro video um so days four whatever we go to hollywood wrap it up there right yep. um Eating at ABC Commissary, eating at Backlot Express, stuff like that. Uh, then we would go to... I'd just ride whatever I liked there. I mean, it's a really easy park to do. Last day, before we leave, hit Springs back up, buy most of my merch then, and then leave. Oh, you know what? And since I'm rich, I hit up Zavi's Workshop. I buy some more lightsabers <laughs> that I like to get. You buy all of them. Buy all of them. Mace yep. Windu's, Obi Wan's, whoever I'm buying. Cal Kestis's new lightsaber, you know. Yes, yeah. Kanan Jarrus, all of those. I'm getting all of them. <laughs> they have Ahsoka's like two set. They're yeah. more expensive because it's two of them. It's crazy. Hey, um, and all while while you're there, you might as well build a droid too. Yes, my nephew said that, but I'll do it too. Yes, I'll build a <laughs> you droid. You might as well. <laughs> so last day, I go to Springs again. Uh, you know what? I'm rich. I hit up the soccer shop. I buy some jerseys. <laughs> uh, eat a chicken guy before I leave. 
and then head back home. I think that's a pretty good trip. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the test track protests. I've got to say, <laughs> I, 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 I really enjoy designing my own. Could car. you imagine I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> everybody's at food and wine, like buy stuff. And you just see this guy <laughs> holding up a sign. Next time I go, I'm bringing a sign and I will take a picture of it in front of the sign <laughs> with, with the test track stuff. I'm going to do it. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'll post it to the Instagram account. I'll do all that stuff. I, and uh, then when I go in August, I will pose next to it with two thumbs up <laughs> get, and uh, get a sign that says, keep the new test. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's great. I'm, I'm telling you the it's, I, I don't know. I, you're, you're getting, you're giving like a, you, you know, on the Simpsons, the old man yells at cloud thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting, yeah, but I'm not yelling at clouds. I'm yelling at test track. I don't know. I think I think they're kind of similar. I I, I think you're scared of technology. I don't know. I'm not scared of technology. The, the car thing's fine, but like it's all neon. Like this, like whatever they thought the future was going to be, and it's bullcrap. Oh no, I, it's I, it's I like... supposed to be like in a computer simulation. That that's yeah, the whole thing. This ain't Tron. We're having the Tron light cycle. We don't need this. We need. But they, but see, they don't test cars like physically like that as much. The best part was like the it. ABS brakes. You know the anti-lock brakes. Yeah, but it was like <laughs> so different. You had them telling you like, "Oh, now we're doing this." And it was John Michael Higgins, who's a national treasure, um, he's in Arrested Development, right? He hosts America yep. Says on Game Show Network. People want to watch that, but yeah, <laughs> it was. I miss those days. I still like the new test track because I like designing the car. That's it. That's all I care about. Mm -hmm. I like designing the car. It's fun, and it makes it feel like a video game. What if they let you uh, design the car, but they bring back all the original stuff? I mean, that's fine. I, I, I just like designing my car. That That's what I like. <laughs> I like being able to design it. It doesn't make any difference, really, but it adds competition. <laughs> and that's fine. I guess. I now, feel see like nobody what they... actually cares about it. Like, I, I'll make something, and then I, like, I feel like when i ride it like nobody else has uh either saved it right or they didn't make and you see like one car up there and i'm like where's everybody else's car why did nobody else make a car i tried and set a record every time that's that's what i try and do i try and set a record uh set a record for protesting at disney world what no, I'm do, you, do. do you know what you, do you know what they really need to do they need to bring back interventions in some way or another because that was fun and see, i want they can, the great i want the great make a car in there instead but test track is fun with with the car integration. <laughs> I want the great piggy bank adventure back. That's that's what I want back. See, no if I if you. I had all this money, in addition, I would fund the great piggy bank adventure to come back. Personal finance education made fun. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> it was there a fun you go. Time. There's my. I, I think. Including protesting. <laughs> Including protesting. The other side right. says fire Bob Chapik. The other side says that. Okay, I can I can get behind that side of it. I can, yeah. I can get behind that side. Sounds like I he's could about also to have get... his contract extended. I read. Uh, that's a bad choice. I th I think I think most people would think that, but yeah, not Disney. Uh, I think you should have a three D sign. So like the third side, you know. Uh, says uh, bring back Maelstrom. You know, I think that's a that that could be a good one. Mm -hmm. 
because we, we I, I want it back. I didn't appreciate it enough when I was younger, and now it's gone. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up here. Anything else you want to add before we head uh, here? No. I mean, if actually, actually, I did have an unrelated thing uh, related to Disney, but unrelated to this. Uh, it's it's kind of free advertising, so there, there you go. Uh, but there's this YouTube channel called Defunct Land, and they did like a one a 100 minute long documentary on the history of Disney's Fast Pass system. Uh, and I never thought I'd be so engrossed in a video about lines and queuing theory that, but it was very good. So I'd recommend it to people if you're interested in that, especially if you've heard us talk about genie plus and how much, how much it's awful. Uh, that kind of goes into the history of how we got to that point. So I don't know, a little bit of free advertising for that channel, but it's it's well worth it. it it was very good very entertaining there you go i don't really have anything to add uh i'll be covering miss marvel on to the infinity saga and beyond and currently covering obi-wan i had to take a week off so i have to do three and four at the same time because of Oscar surgery. So I have to cover both at the same time. Um, Cause we have, for whatever reason, they decided releasing a, a star Wars show and a Marvel show on the same day is smart. Instead of moving one to Friday, one to Wednesday, whatever. So now I'm like really backed up <laughs> on stuff <laughs> I need to do. Uh, but you can follow the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to us, you already know where to follow us, I guess. But BT Disney Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast, Instagram at Behind the Dreams Podcast. Our YouTube channel is Behind the Dreams Podcast. You can email us, Behind the Dreams Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can even go to our newly made link tree, linktr.ee slash Behind the Dreams for all those links as well. So thank you everyone for listening and have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you next time.